0: Blog Talk
1: Radio Hello, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today, uh, to the Sasha Murray Show. So uh today's segment is that's a movie with Robert Hidalgo. Hey Rob. Hi. <laughs> so uh obviously besides the original or the the daily or the weekly, whatever that we say on um, behind the scenes movie news, all of that, we have the Golden Globe news for those that didn't see it on oh, Sunday like we did. We so Robert just goes on the internet and like mm-hmm. watches all the recaps and um
0: are Yeah, to have the list of winners.
1: The list of winners for those who care. I know one winner, which is Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, for the CW, Everyone
0: really loved that everybody
1: loves her. Like that is like a girl like coming up out of nowhere. Like not out of nowhere because she's had her little stepping stones, but she is yeah, coming up.
0: She, she hasn't really been seen in Like She made one movie that people remember. Yeah, and not even since then. Nope. Not even like,
1: like one. Like it's one audience that really saw that movie. Yeah. I never saw I that movie. Know. I never even heard of it. Yeah.
0: So, I, I remember hearing about the movie, but I yeah. was like, maybe I should see this, but I never did. Yeah, we never Even did. Even now, like, it's been two or three years since it came out, I haven't
1: seen it. Yeah, and before she came to the West Coast, like, she did some appearances in, like, non order order stuff, because she she was, she studied in NYU, so that's pretty much where she listed her acting career. But now she's Jane Divergent, and everybody loves her, so congrats on that, Gina Rodriguez. So I guess let's continue with the list of winners, and Robert well, I'll, can tell I'll, you all I'll about say,
0: that. I'm that for last, because that's the longest... So let's just get the the news out the way. All right. Um, so I I I'm, I'm keeping a close eye on this movie Neon Demon, which is directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. He's the guy who directed Drive. So that's one of my favorite movies of all the time. So I'm always keeping an eye on what's happening on this movie. And there's not much news besides them. a really cool poster came out a while ago. But he's making a sort of it's it's a horror movie. Is what he's making. And um, he in, in negotiations to star to be, I mean to play a role in this movie is Ellie Fanning which is kind of weird because Ellie Fanning, I don't know how old she is, but I'm pretty sure she's, like, around 16, maybe 17. So it's going to be kind of, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, seeing how uh, how how Nicholas Winnie reference movies are. I don't know how he's going to do this, but I don't know I'm what she's going to play. Yeah,
1: just thunder right now.
0: Well, that's because Dakota Fanning is has, is not doing anything. She's, a, she's not. Yeah, like she just took over so the
1: Fanning, like, yeah. main right now.
0: But Ellie Fanning is good. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, – I can't wait. I just can't wait to just see – more of this movie to finally see something else besides just little drops of news here and there. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Keaton um, is in talks for this movie uh, Kong, Skull Island. This is a movie that's, that's, that's like a prequel to the King Kong movie directed by Peter Jackson. And um, this movie is just having a lot of, of really well-known, like really good actors attached to it. Starting with Tom Hiddleston being the lead. Uh, and then a few weeks ago, uh, J.K. Simmons was... Was also um, a um, you know booked for this movie, and now Michael Keaton is being is being in negotiations for this movie as well. Like these are all good actors. Like these actors, I I don't usually see them going towards bad movies. So it'll be kind of it has to be it has to be something is attracting these people to this movie that they want to be in this movie. Maybe maybe it's a script, maybe it's a director. We'll see. But this is just getting me more interested in this movie. And about movie and now about movies I don't give a crap about is The Purge Three. Oh my God! The Purge One was such a waste of time. It was a movie that could have been good, but it was just a piece of crap, and it fell in the same horror cliches. And it was terrible with terrible characters, and it was so annoying. You didn't care about anybody. And now the second Purge was what the Purge, what Purge One could have been, what what we expected it to be. You know, Mm -hmm. to take place outside in the world. But now this, but but the Purge Two really sucked. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't do. It didn't fill its potential. You know, it squandered it all, making another crappy, over-the-top, gore, uh, gory horror movie.
1: I never saw the first one to begin with, and then when I saw the second one, I was like, this is what it's about. The worse. first one is so
0: much worse. So much worse. <laughs> but I just hit
1: someone. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, and then now The Purge 3 is coming summer 2016. So anybody who really cares about these movies, there's someone. There is. Yeah, really, this really... There, there's a
1: big-ass fan base. Yeah, but, just,
0: but you got to think about it. There's tons of horror movies out there that people love, but those people don't really—they're they're like the—they're like the the, the average moviegoers that don't care about you know if a movie is good or anything you know—and yeah. they lo- and they blindly go watch horror movies even though it's the same crap over and over again. Yep. For me, I I don't really like horror movies. I have to choose them very specifically because some of them may be good, some of them won't be the same thing over and over again. Like like the, I I think the first horror movie that I sort of liked was Insidious, but even then that one fell too much in the same horror cliche tropes over and over again. Just jump scares here and there with loud music, and that's yeah. annoying. That's annoying. That's not scary.
1: Well, I'm. A, well, you know, you're a very hard person to really like, like. I'm
0: especially hard on horror movies. Exactly.
1: Me, like, if you're anything like me, like, I. The suspense but, kills me. That's what really yeah, kills me. Yeah, that, but that, that so that's that's kind of like everyone. the cliche kind of thing that you might say in horror that nothing really ever happens. No, but that's like but it's not. It, yeah, it it, it's that you like something's gonna happen and it really never does. So that's what kills me and and watching. But
0: that happens to everyone. That's the same thing with the jump scare. Like, look, it, the thing about jump scares is they're always gonna surprise people because that's that's normal. That, that's what your body does in reaction to a surprise like that. That's just a normal reaction. Mm-hmm. And the problem is when you know that there's a jump scare coming, you start kind of squinting and your body starts, you start, your muscles start tensing up and you're like, oh, God, here it comes. And you're like, ah, oh, there it was. It's over. Stupid, loud noise. That's what it is. And that's okay because that's normal. But that doesn't mean that's good horror. That's just annoying. Yeah. It doesn't make it a good movie. It's just a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do. And I, I'm just more harder on horror movies because lots of studios keep just pushing out these horror movies to make more money. The same thing with these paranormal activity movies. None no, of really. them were ever good. No, not really. The first one was not even that good. It was just a cool idea that was just kind of exploited, you know? Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't really, you know. There's like there's nobody doing it for the love of horror. It, it's just being done for money, and that's what bothers me.
1: Well, um, horror is actually becoming something. I don't know if it really has been in the past, but in this past year and a half or so, it's becoming very, very big. In indie in the indie filmmaking market, like there's so much horror filmmakers, um, and I know because I get like notices from PRs all the time about this horror filmmaker and this new horror new, new horror film coming out and this and yeah. that. And
0: that. And I, I mean I've seen I've seen some of the ones I, oh, I, yeah. I saw I saw one of the movies and stuff you're talking about. But the thing about that, it's a lot of these indie horror makers filmmakers aren't really that good. It's just but the thing is, there's so many filmmakers making horror movies. That there's always bound to be two or three that are actually good movies mm-hmm. and they get you know they get stuck on people's minds for you know for for the whole year but i think horror the horror genres uh, and movie genre in general should just be stopped altogether like <laughs> people should stop making it and it come back like ten years later
1: I don't know I, people actually like it though
0: yeah I, but that's I remember, because i was reading this one this one guy um this this guy from cinema since he does he does these sort of uh Things where he says, "Dear Hollywood," where he thinks what can fix Hollywood, and he and he brought up this quote, co- this interesting idea of what how horror movies can be fixed, mm-hmm. and like the number one, he, he did like a ten step thing, and, and the first, the final step was. Stop making horror movies for ten years and then come back. <sighs> and I think that makes sense because the market is oversaturated with horror movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're really bad. That's the thing. It's not even like it's not like the superhero movies are. They're oversaturated with it, but most of them are good. And occasionally you get an amazing Spider Man two that's so bad.
1: Well, here's the difference though: to make a superhero movie, indie like
0: no, it's not about it's not about indie. It's just about it's just about horror movies in general. That's what I'm saying.
1: Hey, well, I feel like the reason why it's even so they're big, right now, studios, because it's so much easier. Like, yeah, it's
0: really, easy, it's, it's really easy. To budget,
1: and that's why there's so much horror flicks, and maybe there's not so much romantic because that's but, besides I mean, it, or whatever. If, or if or people, people would do different.
0: things, if people would do things because it's easier, then we would never have any good movies.
1: True, true. That's but, my. Um, th-
0: I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do if, a horror movie, it's easier. At least make sure you make it good and put the love into it. No,
1: but I'm not saying easier like production wise. I'm talking about easier on the budget. Yeah,
0: but it's it's not, and it is also easier for production too. By far, horror movies are easier for production because you can get anything. You can get just a regular guy to put on a mask and then chase people around. But if you do that right, then you get Halloween, which was a guy who put on a mask and chased people around, and everyone loved that movie. That's just what I'm saying, you know, whatever. So now, uh, moving on to superhero stuff. Um, Batman versus Superman's trailer most likely might come out for um, Jupiter Ascending, Above, uh, before that movie. Jupiter Ascending is that sci-fi movie from the Wachowski uh, brothers or siblings, because it's a girl and a boy. I don't know why they're the Wachowski brothers. I guess because it sounds better than Wachowski siblings.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but anyways, um, there's the same guys who directed The Matrix and stuff, and Plot Atlas, which was a great movie. But anyways... Um, this is this is the sci-fi movie coming out starring Billa Kunis and Chan, Channing Tatum. Um, yeah, the trailer most likely might, might might release right before this one. And yeah, that, I guess I guess I'm excited to see what they got on, on play for this But about, the most interesting news from this is that apparently the movie is being split into two. This is just a rumor. Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, has since denied this. But you can never believe anything an actor says because when they're when they have a contract with the studio. And especially, H, I mean, especially um, uh, Warner Brothers has been really, really quiet when it comes to to the Batman versus Superman movie. Like, we really don't know anything mm-hmm. of what's going on in that movie, and it's supposed to be coming out next year already. I
1: know. We always the only big news about that movie was the girl I chose for Wonder Woman and the guy that chose for Batman, and that is yeah, all we heard yeah, from no, no, that production. And, yeah. and every one of those news were so disappointing because I do not see her as Wonder Woman, and I do not see her as Batman.
0: So um, yeah.
1: my God, it like
0: a suspect. If they, would, if, they, they gotten, if they really wanted a Wonder Woman, they should have gotten that um, Gina Gina Carano, that 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 MMA fighter. She's uh-huh. from. She was in Haywire. She was in Fast and the Furious. She was actually opposite um, in Fast and the Furious six with uh-huh. Gal Gadot, the girl who's playing. Uh-huh. Was playing Wonder Woman. Yeah. She was like because the girl's like an MMA fighter. She's big and yeah. strong.
1: She but, to be, she has to
0: be beautiful in the face though. But that's the thing. She still looks. She still looks fine. She doesn't oh, look. Okay. That's 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 okay. She looks. She she still has like she can still go off the Wonder Woman thing. Because yeah. Wonder Woman is this big buff woman. Yeah,
1: but she's also beautiful in the face
0: though. Yeah, but she's still a big buff yeah, that's woman. True. That's, that's true. the thing. That's you look at Gal Gadot and you and you feel like you want to give her a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, not. I'm, and, and I'm sure she she is a pretty decent actress, but I just don't I don't see her because she doesn't have that physicality. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Ben Affleck. You never saw him as a big buff guy, but he got he got buffed with Batman. If you've seen him, yeah. he, he he he's been working out.
1: The thing about Ben Affleck, I don't he he has his talent.
0: I just don't see is
1: that after Christian Bale role and George, Michael Keaton. You know, pretty like, much
0: Michael Keaton and Christian Bale have have pretty much yeah. got to both extremes of Batman. Like, There's no, what else are we gonna get? Well,
1: to top that off, you like you have. To, I don't know, like I don't I don't know. he's gonna have to do something and I, we'll
0: I mean he did a good job in Gone Girl. He was he was not terrible, yeah, he was actually but very pretty good. Character in Gone Girl was
1: good because he was he was oblivious to what was
0: really going on. No, but I mean he but the, thing, the thing but the thing about that thing the thing I'm trying to say is like we've all seen Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck is, his roles are always pretty bad. He's always been a bit of bad actor. And how right. is Gone Girl... He actually yeah. proved himself that he's actually a pretty decent actor. And he can do. And he can do something. Mm-hmm. So maybe we we have hope for this. But I'm just you know holding off. But anyways, back into the how this is being split into two parts. Um, so uh, there was a picture release, and it says, and it, it's sort of blurry, and it and, it, and it, it looked like some sort of press picture. It's kind of weird, but anyways, the picture is it it's Batman versus Superman. The title, and it says Part One: Into the Night, J- uh, October 23rd, 2015. Mm-hmm. That was the release date. Part 2, Dawn of Justice, March 25th, 2016. Now, those are two release dates. And that's weird. And apparently, into, you know, Into the Night spelled, you know, like Night, like, you know, The Dark Knight spelled like that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It could be like, you know, the, the only thing that kind of makes sense here is it could be more about Batman. And introducing Bat- Ben Affleck's Batman is apparently going to take five months prior, take place five months prior to what's happening in Dawn of Justice. And this would be introducing, you know who who that Batman is in, in his life in Gotham and stuff, and Superman's going to be, like, a background character mm-hmm. that he occasionally references and stuff. And that could leave room, you know, for, for him meeting other characters in, like, you know, the Cyborg or the Flash or Aquaman and Wonder Woman, all these characters that are rumored to be in this movie, mm-hmm. if they split into two parts. That could be possible. I mean, we don't know how much they filmed. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they still... I think they've wrapped up. I'm not too sure. But I think they're, they might be filming more. If this movie actually is coming out, the first part this year, that's just random. Because I, I, I've i never heard that before. The studio just goes, boom, here you go. And I'm splitting this into two parts. And the, and the question is, did they decide to make this into two parts as they were filming the movie to make more money? Or was it an idea already from the beginning? But even if that was an idea already from the beginning, why keep it a secret?
1: Good. I...
0: So, at the moment, this is just a rumor, but they do have a picture with that. But anybody could have mocked up this picture and just posted it on the Internet. But still, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how this goes. So, um, Fox has apparently, you know, released their, their movie slate for, like, the next few years, like, up until 2017. So, starting with um, 2006, well, first in 2016, early 2016, I think February, mm-hmm. we get, we're getting the Deadpool movie we're getting the Deadpool movie, and then later on, we're getting, um, uh, later on, that same year, I think in the summer, we're getting, we're getting uh, X-Men Apocalypse, and then October 7th, we're getting Gambit, which is starting Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum is playing the the this character Gambit who was in X-Men Origins, but mm-hmm. X-Men Origins, nobody liked it, and Channing Tatum has been wanting to play Gambit since like, I don't know, for the like, past like four years he's been talking about it, mm-hmm. so now yeah, he's, 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 yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to play five, it, like And uh, moving from, you know, from comic book stuff now to video games. Uh Fox is is is, is, is the studio behind you know, the Assassin's Creed adaptation, the movie adaption, which is going to star Michael Fassbender. And the release date is December twenty first, twenty sixteen. And that's four or five days after um Star Wars comes out. The first Star Wars comes out. I mean the new yeah the new Star Wars comes out. And then um and then and then the third in the movie and I think next year I mean in twenty seventeen actually, my bad. Uh the Planet of the Apes third, you know, third sequel coming out it's going to be um in 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 July 14th of 2017 and then after that the fantastic four movie the first one or the second one i think uh comes out in on June 2nd 2016 yeah so we're getting so we're getting a bunch of these movies all coming out within within time um like you know 2016 there's going to be like four fox superhero movies coming out like that's crazy marvel's only keeping it down to two but Fox is already like releasing four of their movies. They have they already three up there. They got they got, you know, three superhero movies Deadpool, um, um, what's it called? X Men Apocalypse and Gambit the solo movie. And then after that they got their video game movie coming out. And who
1: they really have like who are ahead of these films, like that's a lot of work to all be released at one time. Yeah, I don't think I don't
0: just think they have a movie coming out this itself, year. Just like... I don't think they have a movie coming out this year. Not too sure. Anyways. So yeah, now we're finally here at the Golden Globe winners. So starting with the big one, the Best Motion Picture for Drama, Boyhood took that one. Boyhood was this movie that they made over a course of like 20 years, I think. Oh yeah. And it, it was a it was a pretty it was pretty cool um pretty cool idea. I they they, I still haven't seen the movie. I I, I want to see it, but uh, yeah, um, they won you know Best Picture for Drama. Among uh, the other nom- nominees were Foxcatcher, The uh, Imitation Game, Selma, and The Theory of Everything. Um, they, Boyhood wasn't going to take it. By far, it should have been The Imitation Game because that was a really, 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 a uh, really good movie. Especially, really good from Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, he kind of played the same role he always does. I kinda but wanted to see that movie. Yeah, it, it was really, really good. But the rest yeah. were okay. I mean, Foxcatcher was an all right movie. It was pretty boring, but for some reason, I couldn't stop watching the movie. I
1: thought you liked the theory
0: of everything. I did, but it was it was Look, it just wound up being a romance. I mean, it was cool that we got that we got to see that side of. Of, of uh, Stephen Hawking, but it just felt like if we were watching a movie, a movie by Nicholas Sparks. You know, it was like The Notebook starring Stephen Hawking. That's pretty much what it was. I mean, it was okay, but yeah. And now we got uh, he won this. So, anyways, the Best Actor in Drama, Eddie Redmayne, who played Stephen Hawking in The Fear of Everything. I mean, he did a great job, but I really wouldn't have given it to him. The among the other nominees were uh, David Oyelowo Oy- 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 from Selma. And um, Jake Gyllenhaal, Nightcrawler, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Invitation Game, and Steve Carell in Foxcatcher. By far, it would have been between, for me personally, Benedict Cumberbatch and Jake Gyllenhaal. They both gave one of the best performances of their career this year.
1: Well, I, I can vouch for Jake Gyllenhaal at least because I, you know, recently saw the film, and that is by far. He's never given a all,
0: performance
1: better than that. No, is that he's never given a performance anything close to that caliber. Not, not even
0: Brokeback Mountain.
1: No, he's always been like just like the handsome guy, if anything. But yeah, maybe, he's always been a little weird in this movie. Yeah, maybe just a
0: little weird. Yeah. This,
1: one, this one took it. And like, for those that don't know what we're talking about, check it out, Nightcrawler. It's not a movie for everyone. It might seem a little slow, a little off, but um, as we get into the film, you'll definitely enjoy it. And, and at the end, You know um, it's worth watching.
0: Yeah. So now, um, best actress in a drama is uh, the nominees were Jennifer Aniston for Cake, uh, Felicity Jones for The Theory of Everything, Julianne Moore for this movie called Still Alice, and Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl, and Reese Witherspoon Witherspoon for um, uh, Wild. Uh, for me, I would have gone with Rosalind Pike yeah. by far. Cause she, she, I, that thought movie, the
1: other ones, I that was like, woman, oh, my God, she's the most
0: amazing actress in, ever.
1: She was insane. <laughs> but like.
0: Julianne Moore took took it for Still Alice. And I'm okay with that because Julianne Moore is, is one of the best actresses ever in Hollywood. So I'm okay with it. I haven't seen a movie yet, but I'm assuming if she got the Golden Globe for it, it's probably really good. But I, I'm kind of bummed that uh, Rosalind Pike didn't get it. She's a really good actress who has been working for years, but hasn't yeah. really received recognition. She's not, she's that she not in the limelight
1: like that. Yeah. But she, oh, this woman, I mean, whoever had, still hasn't seen Gone Girl.
0: You have to see it. So. To see. it is,
1: it's not a chick flick. It's, it's at all not a chick flick. I think a lot of people missed that that it would be a chick flick. And I mean, flick. no.
0: it look. The director is David Fincher. David Fincher directed um, Fight Club. That's all you need to know. And and he also directed The Social Network. That's all you need to know to to know that this movie is going to be a, a Whoa! So, anyways, um, now for Best Motion Picture, a Comedy or a Musical, the nominees were Birdman, The Grand, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Into the Woods, Pride, and Saint Vincent. For me, it was between Birdman and Grand Budapest Hotel, and The Grand Budapest Hotel took it. They got Best Comedy, and I didn't expect that. I really, really liked that movie. This movie, that movie, was just a movie that kind of flew under the, ra- the radar. Mm-hmm. I think it was directed by Wes Anderson, and it was just such a good movie. Birdman, I'm, I maybe I'm. I'm sorry I didn't take it, but I really, I'm really happy that Grand Budapest took it because it was such a good movie and a movie definitely everyone should see. But now for Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical, it was um, uh, uh, Race Signs from the Grand Budapest Hotel plays uh, Voldemort, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, that's all you had to say. The yeah,
1: Michael great. Keaton in uh-huh. Birdman,
0: <laughs> Bill Murray in St. Vincent, Joaquin Phoenix in Inherent Vice, and Christoph Waltz in Big Eyes. And Michael Keaton took it because that this was Michael Keaton's like you know return. This was this, and he couldn't have been better than that because it was fantastic. I've
1: heard a lot. I, just, I have yet to see that film. I've heard so good, so good about it. Obviously, from me, the, the but movie
0: is pretty much think, think about think about Gravity last year. Uh, everyone would have stopped talking about it. Mm-hmm. This is Birdman this year. Yeah,
1: but Gravity had like a lot of other like technical stuff going on. This, this movie too. This movie too. It
0: had the same. It had the same cinematographer from the from Gravity. Oh okay. This movie. This movie is is probably was just as difficult to shoot as Gravity. Maybe Gravity had uh, a. A slightly more difficult time because they had to do a lot of CGI and 3D and 3D, um, you know, rendering for the movie. But it was a pretty difficult movie just to shoot. Uh, looking at it, I can I can feel the, the the sort of stress coming off from the from the from the from the, from the camera operators and the director and the cinematographer. All right, so best actress in, in a comedy or musical goes to um, Amy Adams in Big Eyes. Um, I still haven't seen that movie. It's that, it's that movie by Tim Burton, and it was uh-huh. supposed to be his return to stop making ridiculous over-the-top movies like, you know, um, Alice in Wonderland and Dark Shadows. So this this was like, you know, um, his return. But apparently everyone, uh, most critics said that it was a disappointment.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And that's kind of sad. But anyways, Amy Adams took it, and Amy Adams um, didn't take it last year for American Hustle, was it, right? Yeah, it was She didn't American take it Hustle. for American Hustle when she deserved it. But yeah, I loved right.
1: her. I think... Amy Adams is another
0: one that we were talking, you know, that she's never in, in the limelight, but everything I mean, she, she does is, is so sweet. she is so sweet. good. She, she is, she's kind of in the
1: limelight, but she just doesn't
0: get recognition it's, for it. Yeah. She doesn't get recognition by, the, by, any, by any award, but, but finally, you know, she takes this, and I, I thought she did a great job. Um, yeah, and now the um, best supporting performance was, got, was given to uh, J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Whiplash is a movie that people have not stopped talking about. As well, but you know, certain people because it's not a movie that got. It had a limited release. It didn't get you know released uh, widely like most movies. But yeah, um, he took it, and, and every everything I heard about this movie was that J.K. Simmons stole the show, and he had a fantastic performance in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, best supporting perfor- performance by an actress was given to our, uh, Patricia Arquette for Boyhood. Uh, again, I haven't seen that movie, but heard only great things about it. Best animated feature film goes to How to Turn Your Dragon Two out of, you know, Lego movie, Box Trolls, The Book of Life and Big Hero Six. I, I actually kinda of disappointed. I, I thought Lego movie should have gotten that because the Lego movie was just amazing. But alright, what are you gonna do? And um Best Director was given to Richard Linklater for Boyhood because um I think he had the more the more difficult uh task of this. If he wouldn't have made this if this movie would have been released this year, it would have gone to um um Alejandro González Inyerto from Birdman, because besides Boyhood, he had probably the most difficult time filming that movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it was given to Richard Linklater, and yeah, his, that means his work, his tangos his that he did, that he did with that whole movie. And the winner for best screenplay was given to for, the, for Birdman, which is great because that movie was awesome. And best original score was uh, Johan Johansson from The Theory of Everything. And that that movie had some great music, like really good music. He was fantastic in that movie. And now we're going into TV mini series stuff. The best television series was given to The Affair, which is a Showtime mo- uh, show that I never even watched. I don't know. Star, it started, right? Yeah, I, I never I never saw it. It was I have no idea, but yeah. And then um, Kevin Spacey won Best Actor in a Drama Series for House of Cards for season two. So that's that's good. Kevin is great. Um, Ruth Wilson from the from The Affair won Best Actress for a Drama Series. And now for best comedy or musical in a television series was given *Transparent*. It's an Amazon Prime, as Amazon TV show actually, and it stars uh, Jeffrey T- Tambor, who actually won best actor for that for, for you know for a TV show. And I've heard good things about that show too. So they've I think they they took both um, they won they won both both awards in each in each of the, uh, of, the, of, the of the of the of the you know the, the categories they were nominated in. And for best actress, you know Gina Rodriguez in a comedy musical. She won uh, for Jane the Virgin, and now best miniseries. It was Fargo. Fargo was so good. Did
1: you like, like Fargo it? Fargo really? was
0: amazing. It was it was either between that or True Detective, but Fargo took it. I think because most people were completely surprised by this by the show. True Detective, people expected it to be amazing because you have you know already uh, you have you have Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson in it. If you already know it's like oh this is probably going to be good. But Fargo, I mean nobody expected anything from this movie. And the even bigger surprise for, I mean, from that miniseries, the even bigger surprise from that was Billy Bob Thornton, who was who played the villain in Fargo. He won Best Actor for this role, and he was just great. He's an actor we haven't seen in a while, like in anything big. He, he's, he's always been a pretty good actor. I mean, the last thing I remember him from was this movie Bad Santa,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: where he played like a, a, a mall Santa, and he was kind of like a drunk, and he stole, and... And uh, Bernie Mac was in it. This is like back when Bernie Mac was even alive and making movies. That was like the last thing you remember him from. And he was really great in Fargo, just fantastic. And now for um, you know, best uh, actress in, many, in a mini series was Maggie Gyllenhaal for The Honorable Woman. I haven't seen that show, but I have heard of it. I she,
1: didn't even know there was a woman with the last name Gyllenhaal.
0: Yeah, that's 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 Jake's mom's <laughs> sister.
1: I had no idea. That's sister. They played. They were in the
0: movie together, playing sister, sister. Yeah. Yeah, brother and sister. They were Donnie Darko together. Yeah. Uh, best Best Supporting Actress was given to Joanne Froggitt Fra- Fra- from Downtown Abbey. I've never seen that show. Huh. For some reason, I, I don't think I'm ever going to see it. Uh-huh. But yeah, she she took it for Best Supporting Actress, and Best Supporting Actor goes to Matt 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 for uh, The Normal Heart. Uh, that's, that's another miniseries I haven't seen, but it has uh, Mark Ruffalo in it and everything. So, yeah, that's, those are the winners for the Golden Globes of uh, 2015. I think I'm missing one or more that I was going to mention. Uh, okay, yeah, best foreign film goes to Leviathan, a Russian movie. I've never, I don't think I've never seen that movie. I haven't really seen any of the foreign movies. At least none of the ones nominated. That's, I haven't seen them, but, yeah. That's Those are the winners for uh, 2015 Golden Globes. That is
1: pretty cool, uh, pretty cool I guess. Yeah. So, and then the Oscars I mean, The, the only February. disappointment
0: I had was, um, well, two disappointments, was in for Best Actor. I didn't think Eddie Redmayne should have gotten it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it should have gone That's to... The
1: Best Actor, too. So. Yeah,
0: Best Actor should have gone to Rosamund Pike, but uh, Best Actor definitely should have gone to either Jake Gyllenhaal or Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, people will people argue it's probably Benedict Cumberbatch who's playing a character he already played. You know, a misunderstood genius, but he's this, really good at it. But this was very different. This was this was he was not only playing misunderstood genius, he, was, he had to play a guy who was gay and who but who who would have been who would have been um, you know uh, prosecuted, you know, like harshly in that time for being gay. This is during World War II, and it was just it was just great. He just did a fantastic job in this movie. So,
1: okay, so that's our two. Um, so I'd like to thank you guys so much for tuning in today, Rob.
0: Uh yeah, thanks for listening.
1: And uh where they can follow you.
0: On Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook at The Real Robert Age and on Instagram at Robert Alfonso vidalto. And yeah, go to YouTube and look at our our latest reviews. Um you can look at
1: uh what Yeah,
0: yeah, you you can look at inherent vice. Um, and that movie I think just 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 finally went to wide release, and also uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service. I got to see that like last year, and it doesn't oh, come out till February. So yeah, just go check out that review. Just go on the go on YouTube and search up that's the movie or, or the Sasha Miranda Show.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. Or not just uh, check us out on Facebook. Our our Facebook page is pretty live. That's the
0: movie, and uh, yeah,
1: and the Sasha Miranda Show and page. Download our app. That's pretty awesome on uh, Google Play and back Play World. And, yes, for me, you can always follow me on Twitter and Instagram, same thing, uh, Sasha Marina. And check out our website for any, um, maybe, like, product giveaways and things like that and I any other. You,
0: you did the Amazon gift card one. Somebody win
1: that? Yes. <laughs> Everybody wins something.
0: So... Um,
1: that's always good. So once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will also be on uh, Rapping Around Radio like every Saturday now. I still have to verify the time, but look into that. So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and bye-bye.
0: Progressive
1: Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations.
1: Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.